0: Good morning. morning. Welcome to the Lord's service to us by way of his name, word, and with his very body and blood. A couple of announcements this morning. I think there's some cookies left over yet with the cookie walk. So as you're leaving today, if you want to check out the fellowship hall to see if there's any Christmas cookies left, you may do so to support uh, those going on a trip. Also, this Wednesday, we have our last midweek Advent service at 830 (coughs) AM. Then join us in the evening for the beautiful choral candlelight service at 6.30 p.m. That will be with all of the choirs at Trinity. Today, this morning, we have a baptism. Ava Lynn will be baptized into Christ this morning. And uh, so the service will begin uh, on page 268. I missed in my edits, I didn't see the page was missing. Page 268, if you would go there right now, page 268 in your hymnal, and the service will begin there. For those of you visiting, if you put your bulletin in the back of your hymnal, then you simply follow along after that and go to the pages indicated on the panel. Also, the green sheet is there. It has the readings for today, notes on today's service, as well as the devotion for you to be used throughout the week. Uh, Please stand. The bells call us to worship. Go to page 268. want to come to uh, witness the baptism they come forward now
1: in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit the congregation may be seated dearly beloved Christ our Lord says in the last chapter of Matthew all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In the last chapter of Mark, our Lord promises, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. And the Apostle Peter has written, baptism now saves us. The word of God also teaches that we are all conceived and born sinful, and are under the power of the devil until Christ claims us as his own. We would be lost forever unless delivered from sin, death, and everlasting condemnation. But the Father of all mercy and grace, has sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to atone for the sin of the whole world, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. How are you named? Evelyn Ne Leona. Receive the sign of the Holy Cross, both upon your forehead and upon your heart, to mark you as one redeemed by Christ the Crucified. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, According to your strict judgment, you condemn the unbelieving world through the flood, yet according to your great mercy, you preserve, believing Noah and his family, eight souls in all. You drowned hard-hearted Pharaoh and all his host in the Red Sea, yet led your people Israel through the water on dry ground, foreshadowing this washing of your holy baptism. Through the baptism in the Jordan of your beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, you sanctified and instituted all waters to be a blessed flood and a lavish washing away of sin, we pray that we behold Evelyn, Nay, Leona according to your boundless mercy and bless her with true faith by the Holy Spirit, that through the saving flood all sin in her which has been inherited from Adam and which she herself has committed since, would be drowned and die. Grant that she be kept safe and secure in the holy ark of the Christian church, being separated from the multitude of unbelievers and serving your name at all times with a fervent spirit and a joyful hope. So with all believers in your promise, she would be declared worthy of eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. From ancient times, the churches observed the custom of appointing sponsors for baptismal candidates and catechumens. In the Evangelical Lutheran Church, sponsors are to confess the faith expressed in the Apostles' Creed and taught in the small catechism. They are, whenever possible, to witness the baptism of those they sponsor. They are to pray for them. Support them in their ongoing instruction and nurture in the Christian faith and encourage them to the faithful reception of the Lord's Supper. They are at all times to be examples of them of the holy life of faith in Christ and love for their neighbor. Is it your intention to, say, to, to serve Ava, Ava Lenna and Leona as sponsors in the Christian faith? Yes. God, enable you both to will and to do this faithful and loving work and with his grace fulfill what we are unable to do. Amen. Amen. Hear the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. They brought young children to Jesus that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands on them, and blessed them. This is the word of the Lord. Lord preserve you coming in and you're going out from this time forth and even forevermore. Amen. Evelyn, Nay, Leona, do you renounce the devil? Yes, I renounce. Do you renounce all his works? Yes, I renounce. Do you renounce all his ways? Yes, I do you believe in God the Father almighty maker of heaven and earth? Yes, I remember. Do you believe in Jesus Christ his only son our lord who was conceived by the holy spirit born of the virgin Mary? suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting? Nay, Leona, do you desire to be baptized? Avalyn, nay, Leone, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Almighty God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given you the new birth of water and the Spirit, and has forgiven you all of your sins, strengthen you with his grace to life everlasting. Amen. <laughs> Receive this burning light to show that you have received Christ, who is the light of the world. Live always in the light of Christ and be ever watchful for his coming, that you may meet him with joy and enter with him into the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which shall have no end.
0: In holy baptism, God the Father has made you a member of his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and an heir with us of all the treasures of heaven in the one holy Christian and apostolic church. We receive you in Jesus' name as our sister in Christ, that together we might hear his word, receive his gifts, and proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. Amen. We welcome you in the name of the Lord. We
1: stand for prayer. Almighty and most merciful God and Father, we thank and praise you that you graciously preserve and enlarge your family and have granted Evelyn nay, Leona, the new birth and holy baptism, and made her a member of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and an heir of your heavenly kingdom, we humbly implore you that if she has now become your child, you would keep her in her baptismal grace, that according to your good pleasure, she may faithfully grow to lead a godly life to the praise and honor of your holy name, and finally with all your saints, obtain the promised inheritance in heaven, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Peace be with you. Amen. Amen.
2: In peace, let us pray to the Lord Lord, for the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord Lord, for the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God. And for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. The Lord see. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. The Lord be
3: with you. And also
1: with you. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we implore you to hear our prayers and to lighten the darkness of our hearts by your gracious visitation. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
0: Amen. The Old Testament reading for the third Sunday in Advent is from Isaiah chapter 61. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrong. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their offspring shall be known among the nations and their descendants in the midst of the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge them, that they are an offspring the Lord is blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself like a priest with a beautiful headdress and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its sprouts, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to sprout up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to sprout up before all the nations. This is the word of the Lord. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you righteous in having salvation. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord we bless you. The epistle is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything, hold fast to what is good abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. This is the testimony of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As the prophet Isaiah said, Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, then why are you baptizing, if you are neither the Christ nor Elijah nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. This is the gospel of the Lord.
3: I believe in
1: name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Years ago, when it was still fashionable, not sure if it is or not, I haven't received a lot of them, but you all remember family Christmas letters, right? Where you'd send something out and talk about all the kids... My parents would always do that, and one year my dad got a little bit cute and thought he would describe each child by using an adjective. Four kids in my family, so it was Regal Rick, Bouncy Beth, King Carl, and Jovial John. I thought I'd try that a little bit with the Holy Family and see how that works out for us today. Meek Mary. Just Joseph, Zealous Zechariah, Eager Elizabeth. Jesus, I'm not going to try to do that. And then we have joyous or jovial John the Baptist. How does that sit with you? Joy is not what we often associate with John the Baptist. He is a fiery preacher of repentance. Most pictures show John very serious and stern. I had to look long and hard to find that picture that's on the front of your bulletin cover today, the picture of Jesus and John smiling. I'm going to stick to my guns. John the Baptist, the prophet of joy. Even though his father, Zachariah, at first doubted the message of the angel Gabriel, that he and Elizabeth were going to have a son, when John finally was born, he and Elizabeth were... Filled with joy. The first time that we meet John in the scriptures, what is he doing? He leaps for joy in his mother's womb at the hearing of the voice of the mother of his God. When later John points to Jesus and proclaims, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, how do you think he said it? All serious and somber? Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Or jumping up and down for joy, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And even when he preached repentance, can't that be joyful too? We say that very thing actually in our liturgy for today. You'll notice in the prayer before Holy Communion, that we pray that, with repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by Jesus. Not that repenting in and of itself is joyful. I mean, who wants to confess that we're poor, miserable, wretched sinners? But that you repent in order to hear the words spoken by the Lamb of God to you. I forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Words that fill us with joy. And they do. When spoken by your pastor, when spoken from one spouse to another, when spoken between a parent or a child, or when spoken between friends, I forgive you means that that which was between us, that which separated us and divided us, is all gone. We're good. Those are joyful words, both to the guilty, the one who caused the problem, and the one able to speak those words. Those are gift words, really. I mean, think about it. Life is exhausting without those words. Always having to make up for your mistakes. Always trying to get on someone's good side. Always trying to prove yourself, and not only with one another, but also with God. So what joy, what relief these words, I forgive you, are. And that's why John was baptizing, to give this joy. We heard that last week, that his was a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. That's why the priests and the Levites came from Jerusalem. They came out and confronted him, as we heard today. If he was just getting people to confess their sins and then pouring a little water over them, Well, that's no big deal, but a baptism for the forgiveness of sins? Who in the world do you think you are, John? Because you can't just forgive people, John. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that sinners need to prove themselves first, to clean themselves up first, to stop sinning first, and to get better. Then they can be forgiven. But for you, John, all they do is repent. It doesn't work that way. But this is exactly how forgiveness works. This is what brings us such great joy, because forgiveness is a gift, undeserved and unearned, because of the one greater than John who came and earned it for us, the Lamb of God, Jesus, who laid his perfect, sinless life down for all imperfect, sinful lives, who took all of our punishment and wrath that we deserve, and in return said, Father, forgive them. Now, if there's any joyless place on earth, it would be the cross, right? But forgiveness even changes the cross. For in the book of Hebrews, we hear that Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. Not that hanging on the cross was a joyful thing, but why he was there and what he was accomplishing. And because of that joy, the joy of forgiving your sins, he hung there and endured it for you for you to receive that gift and that joy from Him. And that's what Jesus is all about, and that's why there's joy all around Jesus all the time. Did you ever notice that? The angels rejoiced at His birth. The shepherds rejoiced. The wise men rejoiced at His birth. Simeon and Anna, when he was brought into the temple at 40 days old, rejoiced. Sinners, outcasts, lepers, tax collectors, all rejoiced in His forgiveness. And so too, John the Baptist. His is the most joyous task of making straight paths for the way of Jesus. For that is the way the Lord is, the way of joy given in forgiveness. And it's been that way from the very beginning. For after the very first sin of Adam and Eve, what did God do? He promised the Savior. Do you think that Adam and Eve might have just jumped up and down a little bit for joy that day? For God didn't utterly reject them or destroy them, but instead promised to come and undo what they did. Now, there were consequences for their sins, to be sure. They messed up. There are consequences for our sins, too. But to make it right is not on you, but on another. They'd have to wait a long time for Jesus to come, trusting the promises of His Word that He would, and He did. When the time was just right. And the joy of announcing that, proclaiming that, and preparing the way for Jesus gave John great joy. And what John did, you now do too. When people ask you who you are, you tell them a name. This morning, that's quite a name. Evelyn Lynn Ney Leona Brandt. Beautiful name that you have given to her. It tells a lot about her. We all will tell our names, too, who we are. And then we'll also tell them about our vocations. I'm a pastor and a father and a grandfather, a brother, a son. But you truly are who you are, will, and be forever, is by the word of God. You are a baptized child of God. Evelyn, nay, Leona, she's your child for a little bit. She's God's child for all eternity. Doesn't that bring you good joy? It does. She is God's child, stamped with the cross upon her forehead and upon her heart. She is Jesus' child, and nothing can ever separate that love of God in Christ Jesus. Oh, she cried a little bit today. That's okay. The devil was going out of her. Jesus was being brought in to give her that joy. And that's why St. Paul could advise us today, as we heard in his letter to the Thessalonians, to rejoice always. And I'm sure you kind of scratch your head and and wonder, well, how do I do that? How do you rejoice when life is tough, when the difficulties are around us, when the plans you made for your life aren't working out, when the doctor comes in and gives you bad news, when the world seems to keep plunging to deeper and deeper into sin and against God? when the future is uncertain and you can fill in the blank. What do we do at such times like that? Rejoice always? It seems like a pious platitude. It's like someone telling you to be happy. Smile when that's the last thing you feel like doing. No, you cannot always rejoice at what's happening in the world and in the own circumstances of our life, but you can always rejoice in who you are and whose you are a forgiven child of God. And you can rejoice in that, and it's true in good times, in bad times, at all the time, that the gifts and promises of God given to us, He never takes back. They're yours for keeps. It's His joy to give them to you, a joy that can get you through all the difficult times, too. And so today, we light that rose-colored candle on the advent wreath, the joy candle, Because while Advent is a season of repentance, it's also a season of joy, the joy of Jesus coming into the world. We're almost there to Christmas. I don't know if you you were a child, like when I was a child, I counted down those days. Well, kids, we're one week closer to Christmas. It's a great joy that day. But we also recognize that at his second coming is also closer and even greater will be our joy on that last day when all the promises that he made to us in baptism will be finally and fully fulfilled, and we will rise again to new life in heaven, freed from sin, freed from death, to live forever in his joyous righteousness. That was John's joy. That's your joy, too. So rejoice always. We rejoice when we hear these words of repentance. We rejoice when we come and kneel and receive his body and blood. The body and blood from the manger to the cross to the open tomb to your mouth and mine. And we pray that what goes in may also go out. That is, that we forgive one another. So that wherever you are, even out in the wilderness like John... Your life could be in a rough place right now. But remember who you are and whose you are. A baptized child of God. And that joy gives us strength. Not just today, but every day. Because it's true every day. The Lord's Christmas gift to you. And so may you be like John. Be filled with the joy of the Lord. For he is your strength. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding guide your hearts and minds through faith to Christ Jesus, to life everlasting. Amen.
0: Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus, and for all people according to their needs. Almighty God, you sent John the Baptist to proclaim the baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Grant that we who prepare to celebrate the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ may die to sin and rise to new life, that we may treasure up and ponder in our hearts the Christ announced by your forerunner and rejoice. Lord, in your mercy. In your mercy. You sent John to proclaim the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Richly and daily, forgive our sins and the sins of all believers. Bless Matthew, our synod president, John, our district president, Alan, our circuit visitor, and all pastors in Christ. Gather and preserve your holy Christian church by your voice and send us faithful preachers who will not deny but confess your truth. We also thank you this day for all who work in the church, including Chris Melcher, our church office manager, and also ask your blessing on those preparing for church work vocations, including Ruth, Luke, Harvey, and James. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our Heavenly Father, be the source of strength and comfort in every home. Bless the children of our families, especially Evelyn, baptized into Christ today, and Maverick, who celebrates his seventh birthday. That every darkness would be lightened by your son's gracious visitation. Preserve them from dangers to body and soul, guide them by your word and wise paths and keep them firm in the faith until life's end lord in your mercy our righteous lord you rule over all things in heaven and on earth until that day when your son comes in glory to usher in his kingdom give wisdom and insight to all leaders that we may live peaceable lives lord in your mercy our creator of all many in our midst have been afflicted with pain sickness trials and difficulties be merciful to those who are close to us, especially Kathy Grubin, who will have surgery tomorrow, Dan Lindsay, undergoing tests, Carter and Owen, premature newborn twins of Trenton and Julia who are hospitalized, Andrew Voss recovering after a fall, Gary Lacey recovering after double knee surgery, the victims of war in the Middle East and Ukraine, Sharon and Renee recovering after surgeries, Bart for continued management of his illness, Lisa Friedel, Charles, Carl, Emmy, Tim, Benjamin, Bernadette, Sue, Jennifer, Sharon, Doris, Timothy, Ronald, John, and Mary, all in treatment for cancer, and the families of Wayne Makala, Ray Cyrus, and Dorothea Wappler, that they may be granted health or strength to endure their afflictions and the comfort that only you can give. Help us all to see that when Christ returns in glory, our bodies will be incorruptible and immortal, when He makes all things new. Lord, in your mercy. May o Lord, Heavenly Father, we gratefully remember the sufferings and death of your dear Son Jesus Christ for our salvation. Rejoicing in His victorious resurrection from the dead, we draw strength from His ascension before you, where He ever stands for us as our own High Priest. Gather us together from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and His kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us, for to you alone we give all glory, honor, and worship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. You may be seated for the offering and the signing of the Friendship Register. Also, we invite the little children to come forward who will be singing today.
3: The Lord, be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts. Give to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord. right and salutary, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you. Holy Lord, almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, whose way John the Baptist prepared, proclaiming him the promised Messiah, the very Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, and calling sinners
1: to repentance that they might escape from the wrath to be revealed when he comes again in glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, for you have had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us to do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and His kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, Father, who art art in heaven, heaven. hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom come, and the power,
2: and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord
1: Jesus Christ, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Depart in peace.
0: Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, you have given us a foretaste of the feast to come in the Holy Supper of your Son's body and blood. Keep us firm in the true faith throughout our days of pilgrimage, that on the day of his coming we may, together with all your saints, celebrate the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
1: The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.